in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 20. One verse is all we'll read. Chapter 6 and verse 20. For ye... Who? How many of you have been saved? Know you're saved. You know beyond a shadow of a doubt. That's what he's talking about. That's the ye. This cannot be misinterpreted for a general group. This said, for ye are bought. Not going to be? Said, for ye are bought with a price. Now notice it. Therefore. Now he said, since you've been bought, therefore. Here comes the instructions. Glorify God. In your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Amen. Isn't that exciting? Amen. Oh, that's it. Some of you didn't get it. How do you know? Your eyes aren't rolling around. <laughs> Let's go over it again. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore, Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are the one, in other words, that bought you. All right. Let's bow our heads. Our Father, thank you for thy word. The Bible said 119 Psalm, verse 140. Thy word is very pure, therefore thy servant loveth it. Our Father, Burn thy word in our minds and in our hearts. God, let us leave here having received something from the glory world. Breathe upon us and use thy message, God, to bring us to a place where you would have us to be. Thank you for this church and what it's meant to my own life and to the ministry of the Rock of Ages. I'm grateful, God, that they have like others, caught a glimpse of this real mission field. Have you way? Bless those missionaries today that were mentioned uh, in their particular fields of labor. We'll thank and praise you in Christ's name. Amen and amen. You may be seated. I cannot recall where it was. I just very vividly remember that I did see such a thing and asked a question about it. Some years ago, I don't remember how far back. It's been some time now. A gentleman had bought him a new car. He'd bought him a new car. And uh, as anybody that's ever done that knows, sometimes you get one that uh, evidently wasn't put together. Just glue, strings, chewing gum. Things were holding it together. He took this automobile back, and one time after another, one time after another, one time after with absolutely no satisfaction whatsoever to his gripes and complaints. So, he went down and employed him a, an excellent sign painter. I say not just a sign painter, but a touch of artist was in this man's veins. For all over that car, all over that car, this sign painter painted some of the most beautiful lemons you ever saw in your life. <laughs> I mean, lemons all over. 
And then up on top of the car, he bolted him a sign that stuck up. And he said, I bought a lemon. <laughs> the car company sued him. They did not collect. <laughs> but he had bought him a lemon. <laughs> you too. <laughs> the court said that he had bought it and paid for it. Therefore, he could paint anything on it that he wanted to that was not obscene or ugly. His was beautiful limits. <laughs> Therefore, it could not be construed to be obscene or ugly. And you know what he does? He went down and took all them off and painted bigger lemons on it. And he'd park it in the most prominent places he could find. He put a bigger sign on top of it and said they sued, but it's still a lemon. <laughs> and he got the message across that he had bought it. He had paid for it. One day I began to think of this message. And God said for ye are bought with a price. I don't know what it does to you, but my heart melts. But I remember how much he loved a wretch like me. Fire God bless your heart, he went all the way to Calvary and bought me there with the shedding of his own blessed blood. Now I know there's been times, boy I can't come here, you folks listen, you're not the most volatile crowd in the country, but you're honest, you'll preach a man to death around here. You don't say amen a lot, but you've got that amen look on your face. But when I begin to remember what he bought me with, yeah. how much he loved me. The Bible said he commended his love toward the sin that while we were sinners, he died for us. When I begin to see that, then one day, when one day as I question my own self, this thought come to my mind. What did God get when he bought you? What did God get when he bought you? I see folks today that have so adequately demonstrated in their own lives that God must have got a lemon. Amen. Because of some sour repulsion. You said it's not going to throw away? No. I like that verse of Scripture. He said, He that has begun a good work in you. When they get back, glory to God, for me as sweet as honey. Amen. Amen. Mm. Amen. May I ask you this morning, what did God get when He bought you? I want you to pretend that you're the only one here this morning. Because God, you raised your hand up and waved it and said, God got me. He got me. He bought me a Calvary. But may I ask you, what did he get? Good question, isn't it? It's a fair question, isn't it? One day, I see him buy a man 
named Abraham. Somebody said, what did he get? He got a man of faith. I like that, don't you? I mean, he got him one there. Oh, the Bible said he didn't say. He, oh, listen. This pastor here quoted a verse a while ago. This is one of my favorites. He said, and the just shall live by faith. Amen. The average church member today don't even know what you're talking about when you start talking about things. So they have to see something. They have to touch something. I can just hear a man in the business meeting when the pastor trying to get something to move and the church wants to go forward. I hear somebody stand up and say, I don't see how we can do it. Maybe the next time you eat an apple, you find a half a worm. What do you mean, turkey? You don't see how we can do it. But God, tell me, God, Hallelujah. I remember I've taught this lesson to my family for years. Remember my daughter one time said, Daddy, I want me a pony. I hate ponies. No, I detest them. Them things will bite you. They're stubborn. If I honest. If I believe in reincarnation, I believe all Polish are some of my old ex-church members that's come back to court with me. So to get her off my back, so to speak, I said, pray about it. That night when we got out to pray, she said, Lord, uh, my daddy told me if I owned a pony, I had to pray one day. I thought, Lord, you can't be listening. I thought you must hate him as much as I do. She prayed and she prayed and she prayed. One night I heard her pray, Lord, I think it's time I tell you what color I want. You talk about specifics. She said black and white. I thought, I wish you'd have said all out of that color. But you know, we went home. I went to a place to for revival. And I was sitting with my back to the window of the dining area. My daughter was across the table looking out the window that was behind me. It was a rural area. And she started her mouth with a uh, fork full of potatoes. And the potatoes just hung out there. Her eyes got glassy. It scared me. I said, test it one day. I knew something was radically wrong. And I slowly I thought, And I looked out the window, and that gravy in the pasture wasn't a red pony. It wasn't a Palomino. It wasn't a Tennessee Walker. It was a black and white pony. Oh, I said, God, surely not. The man saw my daughter staring and said, Honey, do you like that? Oh, I said, this is getting bad. I started to say, no, she don't like that. I know God is about to answer her prayer. And she said, yes, sir. Oh, I've never hated my children, but I almost come to a place of disliking her right there. After lunch, he said, would you like to ride it? And she said, yes, sir. That thing came out of the pastor wanting to bite me. <laughs> and you know, he laid it up and she 
put her arms around him, and he wasn't looking. And she whispered in his ear and said, You're mine. I've claimed you. Did you not know your heavenly father wants you to talk to him sometime? And said, God, I can't see it. I can't touch it. And God, I haven't heard it with an audible sound. But God, God, I believe you. God, I know it so. You said, and I said, oh, God, I just believe it. Amen. So many of you going around. I got to say some of you sitting here right now with a stinking rabbit's foot in your pocket. Some of you sitting here right now that say, boy, I'm lucky. Child of God don't operate on such premise. A child of God, he is said the just. The just, the just, the just shall live by faith. That you, what did he get when he bought you? Did he buy, buy somebody and said, well, I'm trying to figure it out. Hope this will work out. I'm trying to see what will happen. No. He said, that's not you. I bought you, and you're one of mine. So you live and operate by faith, whether you can understand or not. Step out on faith and believe me. That man said that day, he said, you like it? He said, yes. He said, I'm giving it to you. So help me God if he didn't hire a trailer in Florida and bring that stinking pony all the way to this. That night, now I forgot to tell you this, he didn't have a saddle. And that night when my daughter got on her knees, guess what she asked? A saddle. We went into Alabama the next week, and she told the man, said, God gave me a pony. And we was in half for supper. And she said, did he give you a saddle? And she said, no, sir. He said, I just now did. Amen. I'm giving you a childish thing that you may relate to it in the sense of God said, I want you to ask me. Amen. Amen. Some of you right now have never caught that blessed verse that said, You have not because you asked not. Amen. You go to the table, you say, Would you pass the bread, please? Would you pass the bread? Would you pass the potatoes? And have all the shirts that you're going to give me. But have you ever got the blessed gifts that God wants you to say, Lord? I need that. God, give me that. You said, Is that so? How many of you have ever had God to answer a prayer? You know, it had to be God. You know how it come about? I tell you this. Listen, I'm going to say this. God is sovereign. And my maker. And oh, that's looking down on me right now. You said, preacher, what about that prayer request you laid before us this morning? You said, how's it going to come about? God knows that stuff laid on that dock over at the church. He knows that. And I said, God, I've got to have it. You say it's going to come through. It's not through. Amen. Amen. You know why some of yours, you know why some of you right now are just 
bogged down. You're sweating blood trying to work things out. Have a little look at it. Oh, Lord. No, okay, I got, I got to see that. Oh, no, wait. I've got to, oh, let me see about this. Oh. You know what you need to read? Somebody box your jaws. That ain't the way you're supposed to do it. The Bible said, rest in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Fret not thyself. Oh, when he got Abraham, he got him a man of faith. He said, Abraham, take thy son, thine only son. Off river. Here's Abraham. Comes down to put him in. He tells his servants. He said, You folks sit here. Me and the lads go down and worship and do what? <coughs> Somebody said, what did you do? Amen. Amen. So many of you. Did you know I don't say this ugly? I wouldn't be, oh, I wouldn't mean this to hurt you. Your folks may mean it. Your, some of your kin and somebody you love dear. I wouldn't say this ugly. But let me say this. There's a bunch across the mountain over here. The eating machine died five bow tie folks back in Honda cut a water down the crowd. Amen. <laughs> they think they're the only crowd that God hears praying. But I want to tell them something and you while you look at my God given eyeball that God hears me pray. Amen. 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 God hears me pray. Amen. So I want to ask you this one. What kind of faith you got? The Bible refers to little faith, much faith, great faith. How's your faith department? How are you working? How are you walking? What are you living on? How about your life? What? Oh, somebody said, I wonder why people can shout. It's when you see the impossible take place. It's when you know something that you had nothing to do with. That you could not have done. There was no way you could have worked it out. And then you see, say, God, if it's done, I believe in your hand. And then see God reach out. Do you folks know what I'm talking about? Are you listening to me? Some of you shaking your head this way. I don't like that. Them head shakes, I, they sick me on, amen. <laughs> and so when he bought everybody, he got a man of faith. He just believed God. Oh, do you like that 11 chapter of Hebrews, verse 1? I like that. Oh, did you ever know how that verse starts off? It said, now. You
Joe, he bought Abraham. He got a man of faith. I'm only asking you what kind of, how's your faith? Good health? Let me ask you something right now. If all the human resources were to play out right now, I mean, there was no job. There was no house. There was nothing that you could motivate or bring about. How is your faith coming to action right now? When the doctors walked out of the hospital room and said, I cannot do anything more. The medical science world has to step back. What takes over there? What do you lean on? When the clouds are hanging so low, And all of a sudden, something takes a hold of you and says, And there's a flood springs up in your soul that makes you know that it's not the Democrats and the Republicans and the Independents. It's God only. Hallelujah. And so when you bought Abraham, you got a man of faith. Then one day he bought a man named Job. Here's a, here's a character, folks. Now, God never went around to Job and said, Now, Job, let me tell you, I'm going to turn the devil loose on you. I'm going to turn the devil loose. I'm going to keep the hate down. I'm going to try to hate down. Now, Job, I just want you to know God never told him a thing about it. But when he bought Job, he got a man that could take it. <clears throat> Do you know what's distressing me in the church world today? Do you know what's really bothering me about church folks today? Do you have any idea of what it takes to kick somebody out, some people out of hornets? Let me tell you what it takes to kick some folks clean out. Maybe have an ingrown toenail. Don't smile. I'm very serious. I can relate to you the story I see. To a woman and her whole family that quit church because she went into the hospital to have an ingrown toenail cut out. And the pastor did not get there that day to see her. They dismissed her the next day. And that whole family, because the pastor did not get there, quit church. Oh, you said, how privileged. I can relate things to you that'll make that look like a uh, stone Folks, did you know folks just can't take it no more? Right. That's right. That's right. They never call a big thing, they do. <laughs> and I can read the thing. Well, you're good, too. I've heard, I am. I mean, I'm just killed in the door. That's right, brother. And I'm going to buy me another church home, and I ain't going back anymore. They'll miss my ties. Go ahead, brother. Did somebody get more pack of pie? You want me to get you under the chair? The good perspective of others when we meet. I'm sick of this crowd that stands up on the lofty mountains and said, I'm sorry, I'm going to hell. And then a little soft breeze can begin to blow. Don't you insult my spiritual intelligence and tell me, Lord God, and 
can't take the slightest storm. Amen. So they didn't pat you on the back. So the pastor didn't come over to your house and eat that old stale donut and drink that old star coffee. Amen. I've got something profound I want to say to you. He never told Job about it, but Job said, Though he slay me, yet I'll trust him. A worm crawling down his arm. And I said, Job, those worms are eating up. He said, Though the skin be flowered up, yet Hey, Job. I saw you going to the funeral of your kids yesterday. I said, yeah, we're all dead. I said, Joe, you used to be rich. How about only a couple of hundred? He said, I'm broke. I said, you ain't got nothing. He said, I'm scraping the scabs off of these sores with an old broke dish. I can't even go to the doctor. Joe, I guess, Joe, you got ready to quit. He said, Excuse me, Brother Ruth, your cousin's wife. Looks like she wants to say something. Old Ruth and corruption coming out of his shoulders on his head. His eyes magic together. His breasts are magic and are staring at him. Sitting in ashes. And if Joe walks up and looks at the man that used to be prominent, that used to be wealthy, that used to be outstanding, now there's just old yellow, bloody corruption all over. She said, Joe, Joe, curse the Lord. You know what your mother said? Joe, curse the Lord and die. I believe he took sore fingers and pried one eye to get open. Looked up at his wife and said, Honey, the Lord give us, the Lord take us away. He said, If it's all right with you, I believe I'll sing a little song. Blessed be the name, blessed be the name, blessed be the name of the Lord. Got that <laughs> oh, you got people up, up there. Oh, you got people up there. You got people up there. You got bought Job, a man that could take it. He bought Abraham, a man that had faith. 
Oh, God bless your heart. He bought a man with a strange name. Named Nathan. He bought a man who could tell it. That kicks a lot of folks out of the ball game, right there. Because we've got preachers today, but we are so glad to have you here. Hooray. John come out of the wilderness with skins on him, with a handful of roasted grasshoppers he's going to make a salad out of. Wild honey running down through his whiskers with one message. But I believe when she rolled over the chop block, he said that thing. Nowadays, preachers don't want to shake the boat. They might lose another nose to count on that board. They might not be popular or outstanding. I know that in a few years, I'll be gone. Don't start shouting now. Well, I want to wind up telling you where it needs to be told and who it needs yes. to be told. Amen. Without fear or favor, Amen. without any prejudice of color or creed or religions, I just want to tell it. Except you repent, you shall perish. God said, repent. John said, repent. Andrew said, repent. Trying to say it's official. Amen. Amen. So many folks today said, I'm going to die in that church. I think what you need to do, first of all, is to give your heart and life to the Lord Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. It's Amen. So he bought a man that could tell Nathan, where are you going today? He said, I'm going to preach to the king. You want to preach to the king? Yes, sir. I'm going to tell him his sin. I'm going to show him his wrong. Oh, I would to God today that I could bump into some, a bunch of old-fashioned preachers. I wish you just knew where a bunch was I could hang around them. Just rub up with a backbone like a song. About 2,000 pounds of junk cash. Like it or look, just like it. Amen. 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 Love me, I'm going to tell you. Then, bought only by, bought a man named Abraham, got a man of faith, bought Job, a man that could take it, bought Nathan, a man that could text, then bought three boys that were tested. The Hebrew boys. Lord God. Amen. Now, some of you right now have never walked through a test yet. The balmy breeze. You know how? <laughs> I slept across your shoulder. Oh, you've laid your head on a flush pillow. Oh, the cabinet. And you've got, oh, everything. Oh, I thought convenience was sticking work, and I'm going to go ahead. 
slammed the door, and after a while the king said, open her up, I want to see how things are going to there. They opened it up. Um, no, Some of you got family that's lost. And you don't even have a desire. You haven't lost no sleep. What did God get when he bought you? What usefulness are you to God? What is there in your life that brings honor and glory to God? If you were the only Christian alive today and God bought you, would there be anything at all in your life God could be proud of and say, I bought that one. I paid for that. I paid for it. But I paid for it. And he's blessing me. He's lifting me up. He's exalting my name. 
at yourself this morning. And I refer to my first illustration. Are you a lemon? <coughs> Cover the instruments on you. Play very softly, would you? <coughs> look up here at me. Look up at me. Don't, don't look away. They'll get started with music, and I want them to play softly. Look at me. Look at me. How many of you raised your hand at the outset of the message, preacher? I know. Uh, Lift them up. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm going to be rude. Take them down. I want all the men to raise their hands instead of saying, I want all of you men to raise your hands instead of saying, I want you to pretend as best you can, my brother soldier, that you Yes, you I want you to answer me in your own heart. What did God give you about you? What use are you to God? What are you doing? What is there in your life? 